Hey, hey, and welcome to the Drive and Dish podcast for December the 30th. The new year is upon us, but we still got college basketball to pick on today. Our man. Dynamite picks. Dynamite. David is with us to do some college basketball picks. Are you ready to get in for the games today? Yeah, I'm really getting into the season, starting to get into uh, the meat of the schedule and the conference play, and it's starting to get really exciting. Yeah. All right. Let's break down <laughs> December the 29th's picks. You had a 500-day, 3-3 three and three overall. You won the Rutgers game minus 3.5 versus Purdue. You lost Northwestern plus 11.5 versus Iowa. Mercer did not show up versus Wofford. In the minus two and a half, Clemson was an easy winner over Florida State. Alabama was an easy winner over Old Miss. And Kansas State did not cover the game versus Omaha. Three and three brings your overall record to 21, 26, and one. I had a light day, went one and one. The Rutgers pick was a winner, and the Mercer pick was a loser. So that puts me at 79, 64, and one so far on the year. All right. Let's go to December 30th. How many picks do we have today? I've got four for you today. Well, I got a big slate today. I think we got eight college basketball picks today. We've been a little light for the last week or so, so uh, we're making up for it today. All right, what do you got? Our first pick. Uh, First up, I like Belmont at home, minus the three and a half against Murray State. Uh, This is a battle of the two of the top teams in the OVC. Uh, Murray State's Really good offensively. They're 13th in scoring offense and first in field goal percentage. But they are 0-3 on the road this year, and Belmont's on a nice uh, little five-game winning streak. So I like Belmont to cover the three-and-a-half at home. Yeah, I guess what? You got Belmont? Belmont is one of my picks, and uh, I got a better line than you. I got two-and-a-half. So uh, since we have the same pick, I'm going to give you two-and-a-half as well on your picks there. Uh, I really like Belmont. Uh, Murray State has some really weird uh, losses in there. I I think these two teams are matched pretty well, but uh, conference play has started, so I'm going to lean on the home teams pretty heavy here. You can uh, see Furman having some trouble at UTC right now. So I'm definitely going to lean Belmont here. And Murray State uh, struggled uh, at Austin P and lost that one. They struggled at Southern Illinois and lost that one. So I, I think going into the uh, cream of the crop in the Ohio Valley at Belmont, I think they'll struggle there. So I, I like Belmont too, minus the two and a half. All right, what do you got next? Next up, uh, I've got a good battle between Butler and Providence. I've got Butler getting six and a half on the road here. Uh, they won this matchup a little over a week ago on December 23rd. And um, while Providence may win this one, I think it's going to be closer than six and a half. And I like those points for Butler. Yeah. Uh, Next up, I've got UNC minus the three and a half at Georgia Tech. Uh, This North Carolina team has been struggling a little bit, but um, they lost their first conference game against NC State. But in that game, they shot a lousy 16% from three and had 18 turnovers. Um. They play fast, and they're one of the best rebounding teams in the country. I look for them to bounce back and get a good win against Georgia Tech tonight and and hopefully cover that spread. Next up, I've got Xavier at home, minus three and a half against Seton Hall. Uh, Xavier's lone loss was to a really good Creighton team where they scored well below their normal average. Um, Normally, they're averaging about 89 points a game, and they only scored 61 against Creighton. 
Um, they're better offensively and defensively than Seton Hall, and they're the home team, so I like them to cover the three and a half. Yeah, big X-Men guy this year. You, you've you been riding Xavier for a couple weeks now, so we'll see if that continues. Uh, I was very interested in that matchup, but uh, I couldn't find a a way to take Xavier because Seton Hall either plays really well or really bad, and I never seem to be able to guess right so far this year uh, which one I'm getting on Seton Hall. So I stayed away, but uh, we'll get into my picks here. We're going to start with Notre Dame plus the five-and-a-half versus Virginia. We like Notre Dame at home. Uh, They have uh, some tough uh, losses, but they're to decent teams at Duke and Purdue and Ohio State and Michigan State. We think they'll be good at home here, uh, getting five-and-a-half points versus a Virginia team who hasn't actually played a road game. They've played two neutral site games, and all the rest are uh, home games. So uh, I I think Notre Dame and Virginia will play a close game. Uh, Both these teams play a really, really slow-down pace. So uh, that makes for a a tight game, and uh, I think that's how it'll play out. The next one, uh, there are a lot of... uh, Decent games in the Big South today, but uh, UC Upstate High Point is not one of them. But I'm taking UC Upstate plus the five and a half versus High Point. Uh, UC Upstate is 0 and 8 so far this year, but uh, it's an 0 and 8 versus a lot of good teams. Uh, They played Furman, they played Winthrop Trice, they played UNC Greenfuturo, they played Tennessee, they played Eastern Kentucky. Those are all really good teams. So uh, they played a pretty Difficult schedule. Uh, they've been tight in a lot of those games, so I think they'll cover this game versus High Point, who uh, has not played as tough a schedule. Uh, their wins are versus William & Mary in North Florida. I don't think that uh, is anything that UC Upstate wouldn't have uh, been able to handle as well. So UC Upstate uh, getting 5.5 versus High Point uh, we're going with. Next up, we're going with Central Florida, minus 9.5 versus Tulane. Uh, Tulane, not a very good team this year, really bad. Uh, I look for uh, Central Florida to roll this game after coming off the loss to Houston. Uh, They have wins over Florida State, Cincinnati, and Auburn, so uh, I think they'll be able to handle uh, this very uh, poor Tulane team uh, this week. Uh, Next up, uh, I struggle with this one, but uh, I'm going to write it. Uh, Richmond plus the one-and-a-half versus Davidson. This is the only uh, road game I'm taking. Uh, Richmond let me down a little bit uh, in that weird, very weird home loss to Hofstra. I don't know what happened there. I can't explain it. But I think they bounce back versus Davidson team. Uh, this Richmond team is really, really a solid team. So uh, I think they'll be able to handle uh, Davidson, even if it is on the road. But uh, should be a good game nonetheless. Uh, contrast in styles. Richmond plays a pretty slow uh, defensive style pace. And uh, Davidson's really highly efficient on offense and doesn't defend all that well. But should be a good game. But we think Richmond's a better team here. So we're going to take Richmond plus the one and a half. The next one is a fun one. Auburn, plus three and a half versus Arkansas. We're riding them at home. Arkansas has played a awful schedule. Awful. Uh, they are a very flashy 8-0. But uh, the best team they've beaten is either North Texas or Abilene Christian. I don't know if you want to fight over which one of those is better. That's your choice. But uh, neither of those is all that good. Auburn, on the other hand, has played a pretty difficult schedule, uh, has a couple okay wins. Uh, Memphis uh, is a decent win, uh, and uh, St. Joe's an okay win. Their two losses are to Gonzaga and UCF. So uh, we think Auburn at home. Uh, testing Arkansas for the first time all year will be uh, a decent uh, pick there. Uh, next up, 
We already talked about it. We have Belmont minus the two and a half versus Murray State. And uh, we're going with the theme here. We're taking Missouri plus the four and a half versus Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's first road game. Uh, Tennessee has also played a very, very soft schedule. So this will be the first team that actually truly tests them. Uh, We'll see if they can handle uh, big boy basketball for the first time all year uh, going to Mizzou and playing a pretty solid team in Missouri who has a nice win over Illinois. And lastly, a fun, exciting game. This is not our NBA picks yet. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Portland plus the four and a half for Seattle. Uh, the West Coast Conference basketball at its finest. Uh, these are two really poor West Coast Conference teams, however. But uh, Portland has a little bit better uh, win percentage here. Uh, has a decent win over Oregon State. And we're going to ride that uh, over Seattle here as they're getting a solid four and a half points. So those are my college picks for the day. A large, big slate. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, we're going to see if we can affect the overall record, either good or bad here. All should right. Should make for a good recap tomorrow. Yeah, I know. It should, uh, hopefully. <laughs> All right. We went big in college basketball. We're going a little light in the NBA today, plus it's a pretty small slate. Uh, we were back to our losing ways in the NBA, one and two overall. Toronto, yet again, not another win. Couldn't get off the schneid, lost to Philly. The Cleveland Cavaliers finally played a terrible game and lost to the Knicks. But we did get a nice win with the Boston Celtics, plus one and a half first. Indiana, one and two overall, five and 12 on the year. We got two picks today. We're going to take the Portland Trailblazers plus the three and a half versus the L.A. Clippers. Uh, Really like Portland here. Uh, They really hate the Clippers. So I I look for them to play a really big, uh, tough game. Plus the Clippers played uh, yesterday, so they're first back-to-back. So look for Portland to ride here. And then we're going to take the over. Atlanta Hawks, Brooklyn Nets over 238 and a half. They really jacked this up, but... uh, I think this will be a shootout and a fun one. I don't foresee uh, Atlanta playing any defense and being able to guard the Nets, and uh, the Nets might just want to have a little fun and play this shootout. So that's our picks for the day. Where can we find you, Dynamite? Uh, Follow me on Twitter at GLN Dynamite underscore D. All right. You can find all our podcasts on greenlightnetwork.org. We just drop a football time podcast recapping and reviewing the week 16 games of the NFL season. Be sure to follow us on the Drive and Dish podcast every day as we pop up for our live picks. Be sure to follow our Facebook page. Like and share. That's our show, and we're out. Hey, and welcome to the Drive and Dish podcast. We're here for the DFS Daily NBA Plays of the Day for December the 30th. So it's a small slate today. Let's get into what we like, what we don't like, who we're buying, who we're rejecting. Let's start out with the point guards. Uh, I think Luka Doncic definitely has to be up there if you're looking for a value play. Uh, you got to use uh, your big money on him. Uh, his numbers are just ridiculous. He's putting up about a 54 uh, fantasy points a day. So uh, I, I know it's expensive, but you got to go. If you're looking a little bit cheaper, you got Kyrie Irving and Damian Lillard. I think they'll both have big days today. Uh, Kyrie Irving with a good matchup versus Atlanta, a very poor defensive team. And Damian Lillard in that matchup versus the uh, Clippers. You know what that's uh, that rivalry's like. So look for Damian to go off. If you're looking for a little bit cheaper and a little bit more value you don't want to spend on Doncic, Irving, or Lillard. 
Uh, Terry Rozier has had a really good start to the year, and he's about $7,000 in FanDuel, so uh, maybe you get uh, almost that type of point production, but uh, there's a real drop-off after you get uh, from Doncic down into uh, Young, Irving, and Lillard, and then you get a even more significant drop-off when you go into the Terry Rozier area. So uh, I, I would suggest spending on point guards today. I think that's where the value definitely is. I can only find one really cheap guy that you might want to bid on. Peyton Pritchard has been really, really good, and his value is still really, really low at 3,500, and he's averaging about 17 uh, fantasy points a game. So uh, there is some value there if you want to go the cheap route and you don't want to spend big today uh, on NBA guys. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, uh, 17 points a game at about 3,500. So uh, maybe you go that way, but uh, he is on a back-to-back. This will probably be his first this is his first back-to-back of the NBA season, so uh, I'd be a little wary there. He was looked a little tired in the, at the end of that Pacers game yesterday. All right, let's move on to shooting guards. Uh, once again, uh, there's not a lot of like uh, down low, so uh, I don't know if you have enough. If you're going to go uh, the cheap route on point guard in a Rozier or uh, a Peyton Pritchard, uh, DeRozan and McCollum uh, definitely have to be taken. DeRozan usually has pretty good games uh, versus Los Angeles, so I think you're getting pretty good value there. He's at 36 uh, points a game right now, so I think that's decent value. Uh, He is the highest uh, uh, shooting guard, but at uh, 8,500, that's not too, too high. I think you can find ways to uh, fit other guys in there. Uh, Same with McCollum. He's at 8,400. He's at 31 points a game. Um, So I look for... uh, the, uh, McCollum to also have a good game versus the Clippers. Uh, I just look for Portland to have a good day today. I think they'll want to put it on the Clippers. Uh, really, if you want to go value-wise, uh, my play on the shooting guard side would definitely be Dylan Brooks. At 6,700, he's actually uh, averaging more fantasy points uh, than McCollum. So at 34 points, 6,700, great value there. He might even get an it uptick in value as John Morant is out, so uh, maybe a lot more Dylan Brooks. So uh, shooting guard-wise, I I think uh, Dylan Brooks is really your must-play of the day. Josh Richardson has been pretty solid and balanced uh, for Dallas so far this year. They got a really good matchup versus Charlotte, so uh, at 5,500, he's even cheaper than Dylan cheaper than Dylan Brooks, but um, I, I would definitely lean a little more towards Brooks because I, I know I'm getting a, probably a really good day from uh, Dylan, but Josh Richardson at 5,500 is pretty good value. Gary Trent finally got off the schneid, and uh, he's still really cheap, but uh, he had been really bad up until the point of that ba- game uh, the other day, so I, I would be a little nervous uh, with Gary Trent, but uh, his value, uh, if he's uh, shooting well like he did the other night, is uh, really there at uh, 4100 So uh, the last one, uh, dirt cheap, uh, Desmond Bain for Memphis might get a little bit of an uptick in minutes uh, uh, as John Morant is out. Uh, he shot pretty well, so uh, if he plays, uh, he might hit a couple threes for you. He's at 3500 So uh, if you're looking for dirt cheap options, uh, Desmond Bain and uh, maybe Vassal, who's been hot and cold. It depends how that game goes, but uh, I wouldn't touch Vassal in that uh, Lakers game. But and, 
Bain uh, has played minutes and hit has hit three, so I think there's a little bit of value at 3500 for Desmond Bain there if you're looking for the uh, minimum-priced uh, player to uh, score any points at all. Onward to the small forward section. Uh, James, Leonard, Durant, uh, all highlighted here. Uh, I think they'll really have good days. Uh, I think you could probably get away with going Durant here. He is still pretty cheap at 9500 for the production you're getting here. So uh, I really, really think Kevin Durant's probably your play here. Uh, I I would not... Uh, Spend the the ten thousand five hundred on LeBron James, but he usually puts up pretty good numbers versus Spurs team, who has had struggle defending him. So uh, I wouldn't be uh, scared to use um, LeBron James here at ten thousand five hundred or Kawhi Leonard uh, versus a very very poor uh, Portland wing defensive team at ninety nine hundred. So uh, I definitely use those three. Uh, Gordon Haywood uh, would come down at seventy eight hundred. He's had a pretty nice start to the year. Uh, the drop-off value from those top three to Gordon Haywood uh, is big in price, but it hasn't been in fantasy points so far this year. So uh, Gordon Haywood is one to look at. Uh, small forward is uh, where I take uh, advantage of uh, lower price guys that you might get pretty good production on. Uh, Joe Harris uh, versus Atlanta should have a really big day, and his price sits at 4300 So if you want to use in the point guard or shooting guard area, territory those higher priced talents I think you could uh, sort of get your money back here using Joe Harris or DeAndre Hunter really solid value at uh, 4300 as well he's played a really solid uh, handful of games for the Hawks so far this year so those two would be uh, where I was looking uh, in small forward in the medium tier uh, category and on the cheap category uh, Derek Jones should uh, play a lot of minutes today for Portland he'll have to guard Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard so uh, this would definitely be where I was looking uh, if I was uh, looking for really cheap uh, around the minimum Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, his minutes will be there he can get some dunks he could get some rebounds uh, and he might get a couple block shots so there could be Value uh, definitely there for uh, Derek Jones. Onward to the power forwards. This was a really, really tough category to find anybody I truly loved. Uh, I think Antetokounmpo will bounce back after his terrible game. So if you have the money to spend that 11000 I I think this one, he'll have his bounce back. I think you're looking at 36 and 14 and maybe a couple blocks and a handful of assists. So uh, I wouldn't be scared to go uh, Antetokounmpo. We talked about LeBron James versus Spurs. They also don't have a great matchup uh, for Anthony Davis, and the Spurs defense has been hot and cold. It had a good game last uh, game out, but the uh, couple before that, they've been a little poor defensively so I wouldn't be able scared to spend in the power forward category I almost suggest it because this uh, category is really thin tonight so uh, if you're looking for high dollar value uh, I definitely use um, Antetokounmpo or Davis today because uh, I don't like the selections in the cheap middle tier category uh, you could maybe go a little James Johnson he was a little spunky but uh, everybody was a little spunky in that Clippers game uh but his value at 3600 uh, if you're needing to fit in, is there. Also, uh, Jeff Green uh, might get a little bit of uptick in minutes uh, with Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie's injury. And uh, 
at 3,500, what's to lose there? You can get some points. But uh, in the power forward category, I think you have to go uh, with one of the top tier uh, guys, whichever ones you choose, because uh, this category drops off really quick after you uh, get past uh, Jason Tatum there. It, it's a real drop off. So uh, into Takubo Davis, I would even say uh, Tatum's in there. All right, and lastly, centers. Uh, I actually have a bunch of these guys highlighted. Uh, Jonas versus Boston is a pretty decent matchup. They don't have great defensive centers in uh, Boston, so uh, look for Jonas to throw up a pretty nice double-double. He has a pretty solid start to the year. Same for Yusef Nurkic. Uh, the Clippers struggle to defend uh big guys, and uh, look for Nurk, who had his first big game uh, of the season uh, in his last game. So definitely uh, those two are good value. Harrell has been solid off the bench for the Lakers. His energy uh, might give the Spurs uh, big some problems, especially if Aldridge and Podol are playing. Uh, they aren't quite as athletic as Harrell, so look for uh, Harrell to get some nice, nice numbers there. And he presents really good value at 5,800. Uh, this would be where I'd use a handful of... Uh, my cheap uh, plays here uh, because the center uh, matchup doesn't really have a whole lot of high point total guys who uh, could burn you. You could uh, make up some points uh, with lower tier guys here. Gooding down lower and lower. Bobby Portis, uh, maybe get a handful of minutes. He, in the Miami game today, he's at 4,500. He's been pretty solid for Milwaukee, uh, pretty consistent with his numbers. So if you're looking for just a solid, uh, consistent, cheap guy, he's in there. I think Podol will play a lot of minutes today uh, versus a bigger-sized Lakers team if they choose to go big. So uh, he's really cheap at 3,900, and he gets you a little bit of everything on the defensive end, rebounds, steals, blocks, uh, and uh so that uh, could be some useful points there. Uh, I highlighted Dwight Powell and Willie Cauley-Stein. Uh, once again, they both had uh, okay games uh, versus uh, the Clippers. Uh, they qu haven't quite found their minutes, but uh, they both uh, present uh, decent defensive numbers, and Powell's always there for the lobs. So uh, if you're looking really cheap, and th this is where I go really cheap on the day, is center position. I think you could uh, make up some uh, value and spend it on the high point uh, guys in the other positions today. All right, who am I not going with today? Giante uh, Murray and Tyus Jones. Uh, I just don't know what uh, the minutes are going to be uh, for Tyus Jones, and his money uh, jumped up uh, to 5,800, so I wouldn't touch Tyus. I wouldn't trust Giante. Uh, I feel like uh, he might get in a little bit of foul trouble today versus the Lakers, and his price is at uh, 7,000 point to value. I, I just don't see it there. And the shooting guards... Uh, I'd stay away from Dennis Schroeder. Uh, a lot of decent defenders uh, in the Spurs backcourt. And uh, I, I don't think Dennis will have as great a game. And it's 6,100. Just don't like that value there, especially when you have uh, Levert and Brooks uh, sitting just above him. So uh, I think uh, stay away from Dennis Schroeder. Also, I'd stay away from Paul George. I, I think Portland's going to be gunning for him. So uh, I wouldn't touch Paul George uh, today either. On the small forward size, Jalen Brown, uh, I have highlighted. He's been really great, but uh, uh, I just want to see how these Celtics uh, go with a back-to-back, -back, and uh, he's due for a, a stinker, and uh, Jalen Brown's really been ridiculous. $8,000, so uh, I, I'm sit waiting for the Jalen Brown stinker. Maybe it won't ever come, but uh, I feel like uh, maybe today's that day on the 
first back-to-back for the Boston Celtics. Collins and Aldridge I had highlighted in the power forwards. I just uh, haven't liked the way Collins' minutes have worked out in Atlanta, and uh, his price still sits a little too high for my liking. LaMarcus Aldridge has uh, struggled to uh, put up the uh, type of points that we are used to from a LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, his price at 6500 isn't all that bad, but uh, I, I'd rather just spend a little, a lot more and uh, get one of the big three or spend uh, a whole lot less and get one of the much lesser tier guys uh, below him in the power forward. And lastly, at center, I'm not touching Bam. Uh, that uh, game yesterday just scared me off from all Miami players uh, versus Milwaukee, especially on a back-to-back. So those are our plays and stayaways for the day. Be sure to follow all the Greenlight Network podcast at greenlightnetwork.org. You can uh, get our new football time podcast with me and Achilles Rain. Break down the NFL uh, week 16 games. Uh, we'll be doing our picks podcast on Thursday. That's our show, and we're out.